This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. And it's a cup night. It's a Bendigo Cup night. A good weekend of harness racing action. Cobram Cup on Sunday. And the feature races are the Garrard's Horse and Hound Bendigo Pacing Cup, which is race 7 at 10 past 9. And the $75,000 Elderberon Park Maori Mile, which is race 5 at uh, 10 minutes after 8. And then, of course, on Sunday, uh, Cobram uh, Pacing Cup and Trotting Cup, the Jim Phillips Memorial Cobram Pacing Cup, 4.49 on Sunday. So it's a terrific weekend of uh, harness racing action. We're going to have a, a good look at the, the Bendigo card. Rob Alba joins me. Uh, season's greetings to you, Rob, and uh, look forward to uh, harness racing. Well, it's probably the finest month for it, isn't it? The month of January. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, Danny, and to all our uh, regular uh, listeners to our uh, show. And we're looking forward to a uh, bumper 2024. A big, very, uh, a very big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club and RSN, both wonderful supporters of our uh, show. And I know, um, you know, from uh, my travels, uh, I always have someone that comes up to me and says, oh, we listened to the show and really enjoy it. And hopefully uh, we can do the same in 2024 and most importantly, find winners because that's what we're here to do. And hopefully we can find a few winners. But it's a great uh, meeting at Bendigo. Cobram on Sunday have their pacing cup. And as you said, Danny, uh, January, uh, as we uh, head towards all our country cups and as well as the Hunter Cup, looking forward to a fantastic uh, four or five weeks of harness racing here in Victoria. Yeah, absolutely. will be uh, absolutely fantastic. And uh, Victoria Harness Racing Club uh, Integral, we need the, the supporters and the sponsorship to be able to get these uh, shows to air, which we find extremely important, uh, Rob, in the makeup of harness racing, and particularly at this time of the year, as you've just pointed out. The Nutrient Equine Pace is the first event at 5.52 at uh, Bendigo. Uh, at the moment, we've got the emergency drawn barrier one, Shawami Lass. Um, you were very keen on Soho Honey Rider last start, and she won. That was her maiden win, but she looked like a, a, a mare that, or a filly, I should say a filly, she's just turned three uh, with a lot of upside. Yes, look, uh, she was terrific last week uh, at Bendigo, Mick Stanley and Rob Watson, who, of course, uh, bred this filly. Uh, they'd be pretty excited about her. I thought, you know, her performances in that Breeders' Crown uh, two-year-old fillies uh, final, uh, I think it's an elite bunch of fillies. Uh, and Soho Honey Rider's probably the fourth best one of the lot. And, uh, look, she was terrific last week. Uh, she can win again uh, on Saturday night at Bendigo. Look, a little bit, the only little concern I've got with her, I think she's still very green and I think she's still got a lot to learn. And even watching her in the score up last week, you know, she's just got that little bit of a tendency of, uh, you know, getting uh, a little bit headstrong and still having a real good look around at things. Obviously, she comes back off the front row here. So you just want to see her doing everything right. Her last four runs have all been from the second row. Uh, however, she's got, you know, a little bit of a history where she can be a little bit uh, tardy uh, scoring up. So as long as she handles that conditions and she handles that maturity of the next step forward, I think her ability still suggests to me she can win this race and I've tipped her on top. I'm not uh, game enough not to tip her. I, I love this filly. I think she's got a, a really bright future. Uh, Just Mickey, my second pick in the race, number seven. Uh, look, Clayton Tonkin recently took over the training of this mare. She was sold and... Uh, Look, you know, she was okay at Maryborough. Uh, probably, you know, on face value, I thought she might have been a little bit disappointing, but I've seen this mare quite a bit in the 
past and I, I do feel she's got some good ability and I think she's the danger and I'm sort of expecting further improvement since being there at Clayton's uh, property. So I've gone four from seven. Uh, two, which is Harley Blue, has made some really good progress in recent times. I mean, she was uh, a mare that was struggling. However, she's won two of her four races from 52 starts in her last three runs. And, you know, the McNulty team have done a fantastic job with her. She's got good gate speed, so she's going to be up on the speed. She'll run well. And again, whether she's got the class and nine stars, Destiny, who let down with a really big run last start to come over the top of him winning at Melton. That was a good race uh, and certainly has got plenty of upside to it. So look, four on top from seven, two and nine. I just wouldn't be rushing in taking any odds ons for Soho's Honey Rider, but I, I feel like she's still the horse to beat. Yeah, I like the four as well. Four, seven, two and nine. Race two, the Pride's Easy Feed, no Metro wins uh, pace. And there's a lot of chances here. Good race. Uh, I thought there were three main winning chances uh, for mine. Look, seven norms, lady, going super well, drawn wide, just needs some luck here from the draw. Look, her form... You know, chasing home crimes of a lady, Paradise Valley, Hot Deal, all very strong form line for a race of this calibre. Just the barrier draw slightly against her. However, if she gets a, a few lucky breaks, I think she'll be hard to beat. Look, my original thought was eight Illawong Awesome was my top pick, and I've sort of I changed from Illawong Awesome to Norm's Lady, but I feel like Illawong Awesome is going really well. I mean, you know, her form in recent times behind VMG McRae, Magnetic Terror, Stir Me Up, Nikki Nana is really strong form for this race. She just needs a bit of luck also from inside the second row. I think she's a real genuine winning chance. Ten. Dance away, very impressive winning at Geelong last start. I've always had some time for this horse. His win last start was really uh, with authority. I think he's on the up. And 11, um, highly highly invincible, uh, who's also now with the Andy Gaff stable. Obviously, he's got good abilities, won seven from 18. So seven, eight, 10 and 11, good race. Yeah, I've put the 10 on top, dance away, 10, 11, 7 and 9, race 2. The third event is the uh, Spring H2O pace. Uh, high Flux is out the emergency. Uh, interesting race. Madigan, who uh, you would have saw last start, he, he's an impressive individual, yet he's still not quite there yet, is he? He's won 6 of 9, though. Yeah, that's right. Look, it's uh, a race where a couple of these horses are, are coming through uh, the, the, the grades and trying to uh, sum up how this race is going to be run at the start is uh, the, the interesting part. Look, I've tipped four Yahoo for Mick Stanley. <clears throat> this horse here has been a bit of a mixed bag. He's... Uh, He's shown at times that he's got loads of talent and other times he's been maybe on face value a bit disappointing. He's first up, his fresh form is good. Mick Stanley normally has his horses pretty tuned up to go well first up. And I feel like he's still a really good hope of finding the lead. And if he finds a front and he can run to his best, I think he'll give a great sight. So I've tipped four Yahoo. Ahead of five, Madigan. As you mentioned, Danny uh, has also, you know, been a little bit of a mixed bag, some some really good form line. And then, you know, he went to Melton, you know, probably disappointing on the 9th of December in that hot field. And then his next run at Bendigo was OK, but he really bounced back with a, a good win at Echuca. But he's still, still a bit green, still learning the caper. 
Eight Rikiro Slammer had a good trip leaders back last time behind you bet your Tiger Pie. They went slow. It was a sprint home. He follows out another Nian who's got good gait. Speed's going to be prominent. And look, certainly we've got to respect Captain Rival who I think will be improved a lot from that run at Maryborough. Look, having look, looking at that horse during the prelims, I felt like you know, there was a lot of upside to this horse, more scope for further improvement. And I think this horse will come on here. So, look, four on top from five, eight, one, and six in, in an, another very interesting race with a few chances. And I'm five, eight, six, and one. Race number four, the Harad de Trotter Trot. Um, this is an interesting race to, tr to try and work out. I, I felt. Um, uh, I felt as if Hazel Muscle would probably get crossed at the start and, and it's a matter of which horse might get to the pegs first because um, there's a few that have got gate speed here. Yeah, look, so I sort of went back to that run in uh, August uh, where he actually did push up from barrier one and he was able to hold the front and then sort of raced poorly after that. He, he's a hard horse to catch, isn't he? He's all muscle. He, he's won six from 16, and I, I tend to agree with you. You know, will he get cross at the start? And saying that, you know, I suppose, um, you know, the front, low, front row seems to have speed, but it's not a brilliant, fast front row. So, look, I, I thought he might be able to hold up, and if he doesn't hold up, he'll be leaders back, I thought, and I, I think he'll still go well. I, I've tipped him on top with not a great deal of confidence, but, look, happy to tip him. Six egret, going well. It's probably the horse that can really press forward here and, 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 and make it interesting. Seven Revel Stoke, we know she's got plenty of talent, and uh, number two, Love Gun. A race, again, tread warily for mine, one, six, seven, and two. I've put uh, Egret on top, thinking that she might be able to cross here. Much better horse when she's onto the pegs. Uh, six, one, two, and seven. First leg of the quaddy, it's the uh, one of the features. It's the Elibaran Park Maori Mile for the uh, Trotters. Queen Elida and Mafasa Metro back from Inner Dominion campaigns, and Queen Elida will be a short price favourite here. Yeah, and it comes down to how they travel back. You know, I suppose they're, they're presenting themselves to race, so we can only take it on face value that they're, they're right to go. Queen Elida has got, uh, you know, speed to, to really take up a, a prominent position here. Uh, Visionary's not that quick out. RC Phoenix, again, probably not a horse that's been bustled out of the gate. Trouble bug wouldn't hold them out. So you naturally feel like that, Queen Elida can can find the top, and and for that reason she'll she'll take a lot of beating. So I've tipped her on top. Look, two RC Phoenix. Still, I feel like he's the horse that has got the big scope of making further improvement. Uh, I think he'll run well. I've got a lot of time for this horse. Uh, I think he measures up. Six I'm Ready Jet, outstanding last start. That was probably her best run for quite a long time. And, you know, on that performance, she can win this race. So I'd certainly give her a, a winning chance. And, and number eight, Mafasa Metro, who's the other winning hope in the race. I mean, he was outstanding during the Inter-Dominion Carnival. He's had a fantastic career to date. And, you know, he could easily win this race as well. I, I think it's a it's a really good race. Look, Queen Elida, I think she's as short as she needs to be here. Uh, I, I feel like these other horses uh, can be really competitive here. Four, two, six and eight. And certainly in a quaddy, I'll take all four of them.
Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, Rob. But while it's difficult to, to look beyond Queen Elida at dollar thirty, there is actually fixed odds out for the two feature events, and uh, I can't really see her getting any shorter than that. But it's it's hard to narrow in on one single horse uh, that can beat Queen Elida with confidence. Um, but she's going to be very hard to beat, no doubt. Four, six, eight, and one. Race six, the Alabar Bloodstock Pace. Uh, this is a good race. You can come up with cases. I would think I've come up with cases for a number of horses here in the second leg of the Quaddy. Look, the two horses for mine that are racing really well, uh, look, Four Gillaby Jack Sparrow hasn't been one of my horses, to be honest, uh, but I really like the way he savaged the line at Bendigo last start behind Earl of Pembroke, who I, I think has got a fantastic chance in the Cobram Cup on Sunday. And he really caught my eye the way he savaged the line. They went 154-3, 56-1 last half, and he came from back in the field, and he hit the line really strongly. And, and, and for that reason, I sort of swayed tipping him on top. Look, I think 10 Melanion's got an outstanding chance of winning the race. It's had, It's just working into fitness. You got a long way back at Melton last start, but but hit the line really strong, and I, I think he can get a good trail up, especially when you've got a horse like Radius, who most likely will probably make a run at some stage three wide, and Melania might get a nice trail in the back of uh, Radius. So, I thought four and ten were my two top picks. I do respect one Rosarito Miss. I, I think she's going well. She gets a good draw to be up on the speed. Eight slide terror also on the pegs. Both these horses are going to have soft trips along the pegs and I feel like they'll be running on at the finish. But as you said, there's probably other horses you can really, you know, say some 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 good things about here. Uh, but look, I've gone four, ten, one and eight. Yeah, similarly, uh, four to win it, uh, but two, nine, and seven. I thought Radius might be an interesting runner with Jackie Barker taking the drive. It's been a while since he's won a race, but he might be good overs here, Radius, and might be one to include. But you're right, Rob, you can make cases, I think, for just about every horse in the race. Um, you're listening to the uh, Saturday Night Harness Preview. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Really appreciate their extended support and to RSN. And we get to the feature event on uh, Bendigo Cup Night. Thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound. The Bendigo Pacing Cup, and um, this, uh, well, it's a good race. Four key chances. There is a market out. There's very little between. One Surge Blanco, six Beyond Delight, eight Hurricane Harley, and nine Max Delight. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, who you've come up with. I, I'm, I feel like you, you might be coming up with the same horse as I have. I know you were giving it a really good push last start, but I, I feel like it's Surge Blanco's race to really stand up to the next level. He he was outstanding in the Yarra Valley Cup, defeating Captain Ravishing. Uh, look, he, he went around behind like a wildfire when finishing fifth and then probably, you know, I think in argument, I think arguably you could nearly say he was pretty unlucky not to win the Sokiola sprint. Draws barrier one. He, he leads early. It'll be interesting to see what Ryan Duffy elects to do here at the start whether he tries to go all the way, whether a mid-race he decides to take a trail, I'm, I'm not sure. But I, I feel like he's a horse to beat for my number one, Serge Blanco. I, I've tipped him on top. I, I think he's absolutely flying and he seems like he's taken the next step forward. Eight Hurricane Harley should uh, be improved. I mean, he hasn't started since the 17th of November. We don't see him have a lot of races these days. I mean, you know, he, he was pretty good still in the Breeders' Crown final. He did have every chance behind Mac Dan. I'm expecting him to be a bit fitter. He he gets a soft trip on the pegs. 
Nine Max Delight, outstanding. Uh, he he's, seems like he's he's back into the zone here. Oh, I had him retired uh, probably a few months ago, and now I'm tipping him and saying he's back again. So he, he's just a great horse. You, you never rule out great horses. Uh, he, he was really good last time. He, he can win. Uh, six Beyond Delight, who just continues to, you know, look, Beyond Delight hasn't won a race since the 23rd of July 2022. It's been a long time since he's won. He's teased a lot. Uh, but, but again, you've got to respect him. But I really like Serge Blanco. I, I think he's one of the better bets of the night. One on top from eight, nine, and six. Yeah, I'm with Serge Blanco. You, you sort of predicted that. Um, he's a terrific horse. Interesting first 100 metres or so because horses like Vincent Can Go Ultimate, Vinnie Coravelli Star can all get off the gate pretty strongly. And look, I could see Serge Blanco either leading, and particularly beyond the lights there. It might be a horse you think it's natural that um, Ryan Duffy might want to take a trail behind if he's up there. But, you know, it could well be one of his main dangers that he want to keep parked because he hasn't won for a while. But then again, if Hurricane Harley's on your back, uh, he's going to be a hard horse to to hold out as well. So um, it's in the hands of Ryan Duffy, but I'm sure he'd much prefer to have barrier one than the back row draws he's had at the last couple. So one on top, one, eight, six, and nine. Race eight is the J&A Mazzetti painting uh, for the mares. I tell you what, I reckon you get a big kick out of it if you could win this race with either of your two mares because uh, Emmy Mazzetti, Mazzetti family, have been fantastic supporters uh, for a long period of time and the association through the Victoria Harness Racing Club as well. I think it'd look good on your wall, Rob, if you can get one of your two mayor's home here. Then I can get him to come and paint my wall as well. But, uh, yeah, look, Evie's a great friend of ours. I I would get a kick out of winning this race. There's no question about it. It's... Look, it's a really good race, isn't it? Um, I like uh, Picari as uh, the interesting runner. Uh, she's had 10 starts for seven wins, three placings over in Tassie. And, look, she's been really impressive. I mean, she there's not much of her. It, it's just hard to really... I suppose read a, a line from the, the opposition she's been meeting in Tassie. I, I'm sure this opposition she meets here on Saturday night is much, much stronger to what she's been racing against. So now she's got to measure up to the class. What we do know about her, she's got good gate speed. She seems like a real genuine horse and, you know, she can put herself into the race. So we've got to respect her uh, immensely. Uh, six Paradise Valley. Comes out of some really strong form line. Uh, you know, she, she, she's going well. Alan McDonough drives here. Uh, you've got to respect her. You've got Nikki Nana, who's just gone to uh, an amazing level. You know, probably I don't think any of us really predicted that she, she could just do what she's done in the last month or so. I mean, Julie and, and Glenn have done a phenomenal job with her and she, they've just changed her attitude. I mean, she, she just needed a change just to get, you know, a, a bit of a... She, she's always had talent. She just just never always produced 100% at all times, but she, she's just in a zone at the moment. And I, I think if the brakes go her way, I, I, I feel like she can win the race. And yet... I think Monomia is going really well too. I mean, her performances have been fantastic uh, without winning, but it's a type of race where she can play a part as well. I think what happens up front is going to determine what happens from these two horses back in the field. So, look, you know, it's hard when you've got two in the, two in the race, uh, who to pick. I, I know where I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be looking at two horses in the race, which is Nikki Nana and Monomia. I think they've both got great chances, but I certainly respect, uh, you know, Ilac, Picaria and, uh, and, and Paradise Valley. They're, they're both in it. So, look, I'll go six, four, eight and nine. I'll be cheering the eight and nine. 
I bet you will be too, and I'll do my best to call him home for you. I've put the Tasmanian filly on top, or now mare, but I like Picaria number four. She's, um, she's only a little filly, but uh, she's pretty good. Four, six, eight, and nine. Race nine is the world's best hoof oil trot. And, um, yeah, interesting race this one. Will Utopia bound to start the favourite drawn inside of the back row? Yeah, look, uh, I'm, I'm tipping against Utopia, not because I don't think it can win. I'm just happy to take it on from inside the second row. It's got to manoeuvre itself around the field and, and, and do everything right. Gee, more wanted was outstanding last start. I mean, the gate speed it showed. I'm looking at this field here and I feel like it will get across from barrier seven. Uh, more wanted. And the way it won last time, I, I can't see why more wanted won't give a huge side out in front. I'll certainly be having something on it and I'll be certainly having something on Mercenary because I, I think both horses are going really well. I know Mercenary's ready to win. It just needs a bit of luck. I think both these horses will go around overs for mine. So I'm happy to play both of them. Seven more wanted, five Mercenary. Clearly eight Utopia is a horse to beat. We know he's a, a super talented horse. He, he's won seven from 21. You know, he's, he's first up after a little bit of a break. You know, he's had some issues and he's got, to, he's got to produce first up from inside the second row. So I'm happy to take him on. Uh, number four, which is uh, Shaq the Anvil, who I'm not sure what happened last time. It, it, I know he's better than that. So I, I think he can, he can run well. But look, seven and five ahead of eight and four. Yeah, I'm with, uh, I'm with you, Rob. I think the seven can win more wanted as well. Seven, eight, ten, and two. We get to the last. It's the better bet pace. And, um, well, Fides is the most interesting runner here because he's first up off a long break. It's pity they've had uh, so many issues with him because he's such a talented horse. But there's an opportunity, I think, for Lark Captain to win. But it uh, be interesting to see what Greg Sugars does here because I can see him working to the front and whether Greg wanted to take the trail over the longer trip. And that's the key, Rob, the 21.50 metres, or whether he thinks he could get away with a soft enough run and sprint home too quick. Yeah, look, it, it's uh, it's it's a race where you know I'll probably be sitting and uh, and and watching rather than getting too involved from from a punting perspective. But look, three, three Terry, I thought was probably the safe bet to to you know he'll he'll run the distance. You know he's got versatility about him, and you know he's got race fitness on his side. So I'm tipping three Terry on top. Uh, ahead of six, so what? I, I think she's going really well. This mare, uh, she, she's a she's a class runner, and I think very underrated. Uh, she, she'll run a super race here, number six, so what? Uh, two, uh, which is Fides and five La Captain. So it, it's a tricky race. Look, three, six, two, and five for mine. And I'm five, two, three, and six. Ten race card at Bendigo, Rob. So what are your best bets? No, I'm going to stick uh, my neck out in the cup. I'm going to stick with Serge Blanco. I just feel like he's uh, he's taken his racing to another level, and I think he gets a real good chance here to uh, to, to make something of it. So uh, I'm going to go race seven, number one, Serge Blanco. I feel like uh, my value bets, I'm race nine, happy to play race nine. I'm going to have something on more wanted than five mercenary. I think they're both going to be over the odds and happy to have a, have a nibble on both of those horses. I think they'll run a really good race. Uh, and, and look, probably, you know, outside of that, uh, I think there's probably two chances in most races. But look, race two, Norm's Lady, Illawong Awesome, I think are going well enough to, to be chances, but they've got 
awkward draw. So it'll come down to a bit of value on the night. But race seven, number one, Serge Blanco. And um, and we'll stick with race nine, uh, number seven, more wanted, and also something on five, uh, Mercenary. And uh, my best bet, race one, number four, Soho Honey Rider. Each way, race two, number 10, Dance Away. And race nine, number seven, More Wanted. Anticipating we might get each way odds about More Wanted in race nine. And my long shot for the night, Rob, is uh, Radius, which is race six, number nine. Again, anticipating he might be really good value. Uh, so it's a terrific card, as you would well expect, for Garrard's Horse and Hound, Bendigo pacing a cup night and a big weekend. That will continue at uh, Cobram on a Sunday. Good punting, Rob. Yeah, happy harnessing. Terrific program there at uh, Cobham. Of course, we see uh, Earl of Pembroke, an invitation only, who joins Isabel Walsh stable in the cup. Looks really interesting. And, of course, the Trotters uh, Cup as well. Looks to be a beauty with Aldebaran Keeper, Zarum, Hannah's Law and also Kai Valley Hotspur. They should be uh, fighting out the finish here in uh, the sixth at Cobham on Sunday. Happy harnessing, everyone. And plenty to look forward to over the course of the weekend. Have a wonderful weekend.